0: welcome to the inspirational living podcast today's episode is sponsored by swanson health who for over 50 years has been offering a full spectrum of wellness products for mind body and home from quality vitamins and supplements to cruelty free beauty items to eco-friendly home products swanson health is here to keep you healthy Two supplements that I've tried myself and highly recommend are Ubiquinol, which provides cardiovascular, cognitive, and metabolic health benefits, and Liver Essentials, which provides comprehensive liver nutrition, including guaranteed potency milk thistle extract. Beyond these two supplements, Swanson Health carries over 18,000 wellness products at a great value. And they ship not only to customers in the United States, but internationally as well. If you want to try any of Swanson Health's great products for yourself, use code LIVING20 for 20% off-site-wide. And get free shipping on orders over $50 by visiting Swanson.com. Thank you. Today's reading was edited and adapted from A Man's Reach or some character ideals by Charles Edward Locke, published in 1914. The only human product that continues to live on in succeeding generations is character. Colossal architecture crumbles, but character hardens with age. Athens, Rome, and Jerusalem are in ruins but Pericles, Cicero, and Solomon remain. There are innumerable duties that must be taken care of each day. They come with such mechanical regularity that many people lose their vision in the wheels and become merely an automaton. As we have but one life to live, it is of paramount importance that we adopt the right theory of life at the parting of the ways. Many people take the wrong path, and later must retrace their steps in the midst of humility, and often disaster. Others ruthlessly tear out half the pages of human life to light the fires of human passions. and Still others, by thoughtless excess, stain the unturned leaves of their lives must encounter these tragic blots in all their coming years. In every age we hear much talk of heroes. We are fascinated by stories and tales that spur the imagination to the loftiest heroism. But I would call your attention to the greatest of all heroism, that heroism which does not receive the plaudits of the crowd, nor attract the eyes of the multitude. It is not richly rewarded with treasure, and does not have medals struck for its accomplishments. I am thinking of the rescues and the battles, the sacrifices and generosities, and the invincible courage which are unheralded, unrecorded, and unrewarded, but upon which the security and prosperity of our times depend. Many a person in a moment of emergency would rush at the risk of their life to the rescue of an imperiled friend, but that same person may not possess the stalwart heroism necessary to withstand certain temptations which are ruining their life and bringing agony to those who love them. Not for a moment would I discount the heroism that hurries into death to save a life. But I wish to honor especially those heroes and heroines, who without any public incentives are really exemplifying the sublimest ideals of heroism. Nearly all deeds of conspicuous valor are preceded by years of humble heroism, with which the world at large is not familiar, and in which it is little interested but unless a person is a hero in daily life, they are not destined to become a true hero in public life. Heroism is the result of purpose and conviction, of courage and character. Any such person is sure to become a notable hero if circumstances afford them the opportunity to exemplify their habit of life and thought. It requires more real heroism. be courageous and self-sacrificing when we are humble and unknown. Character is doing uncommonly well the common things of life. That which makes the parent's character so divine is that there is no task too lowly for their patient hands when tending to a child. There is always some drudgery on the way to a scepter. William Carlyle defined genius as an immense capacity for taking trouble. If you would serve your generation, as Mary Lyon used to say, you must go where no one else will go, and do what no one else will do. Ruskin found hidden jewels in the mud of London streets. So in life's humble tasks, the most precious treasures lie. In the mud and scum of things, there is something that always, always sings. God calls on people who can do things. His work must be done by the workers, not by the idlers or the leisure class. We must not wait for great opportunities. The hero in daily life is the one who does the right thing at the right time. The world's real heroes, then, are not those who wait for some great thing, but who perform the somewhat trivial duties of life with heroic devotion. The pot of gold is not at the foot of the radiant rainbow, but at the end of the sometimes tedious path of duty, inexorable duty. Some people are so busy discharging their humble tasks that they have not time to read the annals of chivalry and the records of heroism. But such people may be heroes in daily life if they cultivate hearts of contentment and peace and accept their narrow spheres as their divinely appointed tasks and privileges. We might say that character is God investing and expressing himself within us. When God heartens us, we become a new creature and we hurry with the momentum of victory to our work a strong, beautiful, and useful life is God working in a life and looking out through the windows of the soul in which He is an invited guest. The heroes in everyday life are those who are in love with their work. Any kind of work is blessed, for to labor is to pray. For our task is not altogether to our liking and in the fulfillment of our highest tastes and ambitions, yet if it is our present duty, we shall fall in love with it. We should be thankful to God for every day that we can work. Labor stands on golden feet, and every day wears a golden crown. I would rather take a pick and shovel, and dig in the streets, and earn an honest dollar, and have a good appetite, and enjoy a good night's sleep, than to have no need to work, and be the creature of slothful ease and indulgence. The worker, if they fall in love with their task, and is happy in their toil, is a hero in everyday life. We must be in love with life, or we shall have no impulse toward true heroism. Give me the woman and man with the sun in their face, and the shadows all dancing behind, who can meet with reverses with calmness and grace, and never forget to be kind. For whether they are sovereign or merchant or clerk, I have faith in the one who's in love with their work. A person will not lose their love of life, who maintains a high passion for their work, for their faith, for their vision, For example, it is said that Joshua Reynolds would sometimes labor over his canvases for 36 consecutive hours, and Thomas Edison was a most indefatigable and persistent worker. I was once invited to dine with Mr. and Mrs. Edison in their beautiful home in Menlo Park. I will not be violating any confidences in telling you that long after the hour appointed for dinner, and even after our exquisite hostess had seated us at the table, Mr. Edison finally came in. He had been so absorbed in his work that he had quite forgotten our social appointment, and when reminded of it, hastened from his laboratory in his work clothes, and with the stains of his honest, enthusiastic labor on his ingenious hands. The person who loses their passion for their work, has really lost their mission in life. The foundation of exhaustless passion is unfaltering faith. Faith in our work, faith in our God, faith in our life, and faith in our fellow citizens. Only people who have been fortified, infatuated, and spurred by a dominating passion for doing and being have ever been anybody and done anything. Enthusiasm will make a hero or a heroine of each one of us in everyday life. The word enthusiasm is derived from entheosism. True enthusiasm is therefore to be inspired by the God within us. Things are not always right because they are fashionable. Indeed, they are more often wrong than right. Fashion, foible, and dissipation are usually grouped together. Only heroic consecration can keep us in the safe channel, when seductive voices will lure us into inextricable dangers. Fidelity is heroism, for if we all are faithful in the somewhat irksome and tedious toil of today, we shall receive our crown and kingdom tomorrow. Let me conclude by telling you this story of a faithful Hebrew stonemason. He had been set to work in an underground quarry upon a stone to be placed in the temple at Jerusalem. For wearying and numberless days he worked upon the stone, cutting and polishing it in a most elaborate design. Finally the day of dedication had come, which was ushered in with the sound of silver trumpets. The happy workman took with him Rachel his wife and Benjamin his son, With great interest, they examined in detail the massive structure, until at last their astonished vision discovered in a royal archway, the central stone upon which the patient workman had spent months of loving endeavor. It was the glistening keystone of the main entrance of Solomon's majestic temple to the living God. Likewise, the work you are doing today, if performed patiently, earnestly, and enthusiastically, will become the keystone of a life well lived, of God working through you. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of the Living Hour. Get the best of our podcast in Heirloom Hardcover or Digital Ebook by visiting inspirationallifelessons.com. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time.